Yes, that's right. Survivor <laughs> season 40. Episode 9, War is Not Pretty. And tonight's episode was certainly not pretty. Here again with Super Mario, uh, Super Mater Brothers. Uh, <laughs> Dave Mater here uh, and Jeff Mater here. Uh, br- here to break it all down uh, and talk about this crazy episode that led to a real live tribal that we had tonight uh, with Adam ultimately going home in a... And a, it's just a crazy uh, event of strategy, and you could see some personal animosity um, there, definitely between Ben and Adam, that I think kind of influenced both of their games. Um, I don't think in a normal situation we would have seen what happened tonight. What do you think? Uh, uh, no, this was a bit of a wild one. Uh, you know, I, it, like, I, I think that this season has really sort of lived up to its expectations. I think an episode like this really stands out as one that shows that like everybody's gunning for it. They're, you know, it's all um, no holds barred. Every man or woman for themselves. Uh, it's um, it was good. I was like, I, I was I'm always worried about like maybe two people. Mostly that's Tony and Kim. They were both safe tonight. So. I was pleased with that, and Adam's time ran out. And uh, by the end of tonight, I was ready to vote Adam out. I was like, Adam, you're done, man. I think he was having like remorse afterwards too. Uh, once you see him at that like that scene at Extinction towards the uh, at the end there, uh, he's just like, oh, well, I thought that that was a, an immunity idol, so I kind of overplayed myself. Yeah, no kidding, Adam. You uh, you just went wild in this episode. It was something else. He's been doing this all season, though. Like he's saying, this person has an idol, that person has an idol. He's been bouncing back and forth like a freaking crazy, like a mice hopped up on cocaine. Like he, right. he's just he he cannot sit still, and he cannot just like he he. Eventually, he was only in the game still because people knew he was an easy boot, so they just kind of kept him around. He says at the beginning of the episode tonight where he was like, "I'm still here." It's like, yeah, you're still here, but you are in a terrible position. You're an easy boot. Whenever they want to get rid of you, they can't. Um, yeah, like I don't. I was trying. We were last week. We were talking about like okay, they, and then they brought it back this week. The lions and the hyenas, like the high profile players and the low profile players. And even though Adam is a high profile player, he is not a lion. He's a snake, and you know he's uh, the snake got eaten tonight. Haha, I like that one. I, I should be on like a, a survivor panel, or like <laughs> I should be on Survivor. Um, well, well Canadians can apply now. So, uh, yeah, um, the whole episode for me boils down to one moment where he made a crucial, crucial mistake. And that's when they told him they wanted to vote Sophie out. And he goes, no, I'd rather vote out Sarah. And once once he he had. um, uh, uh, What's uh, (laughs) the guy who just came back name? I'm blanking. Um, Uh, Tyson. Tyson, He's yours. you have him in the draft. I know. I just blank for a second. Uh, uh, Tyson, what's Tyson was like, wait, so this guy just convinced all of us to do a plan that we didn't really want to do, which was to switch it and devote it on Sarah. And then they were able easily to like get everybody pissed off at him. Once he, once he told what Ben found out and once Tony found out that Sarah was the alternate plan, Adam's ga- life in this game was over right then. Oh yeah, like um, obviously, like Adam is kind of the architect of his undoing in a lot of ways here. As he is, uh, like it's kind of amazing he lasted this long. In a lot of ways, he uh, narrowly escaped a number of votes early on, and um, y- you know, I think it's you know, it's time just ran out here. Like I think people are just tired of it. You can clearly tell that Ben 
was tired of him um, among most people. I think Ben's been with him for a while. Uh, I think they go back all the way to Sally, right? They've been together for the whole time. Yes, ben the whole Adam. time. Yes. Yeah, and so I think now Ben is actually positioned himself really well, and I think that a lot of people should start looking at getting him out. But you can only get one at a time, and the problem, you know. So they all they're like, we have to get everybody out. They're all bad. Every player here is bad from for me until you know there's only one. Which I all right. I think what if anything that this season is proving, yes, they're all winners and they're all good players, but that's what we want on Survivor. We want all of them to be good players. Stop it casting, stop casting bad players. We don't care. We don't need to see bad players like right. Karishma last season. We didn't need her on the well, show. Do you know do you you think know? they can tell who's gonna be a bad player before they cast them? I would hope so. I mean, I would hope they would figure out when they're casting these winners that like oh like go look back at the casting process and go okay that was a good part or not even just the winners but players that go far like a malcolm i would hope that they were able to figure out okay semi socially intelligent players are what you want people who are a little bit more socially awkward or um but they, then again those players make good tvs so they always mm-hmm. want to like have that balance but i don't know i prefer i think most survivor super fans would rather uh, just really good gameplay because it makes for much more fun um, episodes and uh, a lot more like live travels like we had tonight, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. I like. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of this modern era of the tribal council where everybody's going chaos. Like, um, I think the word council should be used very loosely from now on. I think it's just tribal smorgasbord. Uh, if if Jeb Probst is the grand counselor of the uh of this tribal counselor he is doing a very bad job he has no order where's his gavel uh like i don't know just the fact that people could run around and whisper in each other's ears like is this making it more entertaining i I don't know like they can do that all day like when they're at their beach so why they do it right before when they're sitting on on stools and everybody's on the spot doesn't make sense i think it uh has a lot to do with the fact that they get sequestered on the way to tribal and they can't talk once they get to tribal I mean, just think about having like one or two hours not knowing if you don't know you're going home or you don't know who's going home. You have one or two hours to figure out what you want to say at tribal. You're going in your head. Am I going home? You get paranoid. And then even if you know what's going on, you start second guessing. Am I getting blindsided? Like I I could only imagine just those moments of an hour or two before tribal, especially when the moments when you do get to talk before tribal were chaotic, could Mm -hmm. only make your head stir and stir and stir you know well if you go especially with somebody like adam who just see who clearly like thinks a mile a minute right and just think and is obviously a uh, a wealth of knowledge of survivor sort of lore and information and you know he analyzes all of these players he's playing with in depth so yeah i imagine that like when they go to tribal council and they're like hey uh no talking for the next hour while we walk to this place like that must be torture for him so finally he gets to this tribal and he's just like well what's the plan and what's going on and like you know if you're gonna blow it up like that much like i think you just deserve to get voted out like even like tony has to stop adam in the middle of this tribal council and go uh this is how it works we uh we all write it down and then we go up there you know we write it down and then he counts it and that's who gets voted out otherwise we could all just say out loud who we're voting out you know adam and i know that would be it that was that was cringeworthy. The whole the whole thing of him going, I am concerned that I am the person going home. And then is that who's voting for me? And it was just silent. I think it was like four or five seconds of dead air. 
in the episode. Uh, I don't think they've ever done that before in Survivor, where they show you like that was like real time dead air that right. happened at Tribal. Um, so that whole part was exciting. Now, who do you think voted for Nick? Because we know Adam voted for Sarah. So who were the three votes that went on to Nick? Well, I think there was some splitting of the votes. You saw Tyson was complicit to some kind of plan or they were going to split no- votes on Adam and Nick, I guess because a, a, an idol was played or something. So um, who voted with Adam? Like, no, nobody voted with Adam. Nobody voted with Adam because Adam didn't, vote, Adam didn't vote for Nick. Adam voted for Sarah. They showed us that vote. Okay. So then, um, then everybody else. I, I feel like one could easily be Tyson. Because I feel like Tyson, you uh, was just like, I'll do whatever you want. And if you just want me to be a hinky boat on, on Nick, in case, whatever, then I'll do that. Well, okay. But I just wonder if who that block was that voted on voted for Nick. Do you think it was maybe like, yeah, Tyson, Jeremy, and like, um, t- and I don't even know. Because I figured Sarah, Tony, Sophie, um, Michelle, all those people I think would have voted Adam. You know? Yeah, probably. Um, right. Yeah, like, well, and Tony voted Adam, right? I would imagine so because he was coming after Sarah, and Sarah's like his closest ally, and ally, and 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 it's like uh, Sophie's close with Ben, and then you know the, the whole there's kind of like that side of the tribe, and then the other tri- side seems to be like Jeremy and Nick and and um, Tyson, and, and it just seems like they're like you said, like the big dogs, and, and that's why. The lions against the hyenas, and I think uh, I think one of the hy- like I know you said he's a snake, but I think one of the hyenas kind of went. I don't I don't see Adam as a big target because I don't see him as generally uh, generally liked amongst most of not only the, the jury but the players still left in the game as well. Yeah, like we were talking last episode about who we thought was with who. I'm not sure how accurate that was because we were kind of thinking that what like. It was sort of Adam and Denise were maybe a pair and whatever, but Denise might have been the person that voted Nick. That wouldn't surprise me. Oh yeah, I think Denise was in on it. I think that this is just testament to the, the fact that Denise is the is now flying under the radar and is going to like quietly cut people's throats. She's going to uh, play. And, she's playing the Sandra game. Yeah, in fact, she's like that's why she got rid of Sandra because she's like you know, I'm going to play your game and we can't both be playing that kind of game. Um. Yeah, and like, where's Sophie lie? I can't ever remember who she's with. Uh, Sophie is with Ben. That's what. Uh, that's why Sophie uh, and Sarah. Okay. I think Nick. those three are no and, and Tony. No, and Tony. Those. That's a four. I think. That's and the and the 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 fact that like the Jeremys and Tysons don't see that yet, and they, they those are the players that need to go. At least one of them. Um. I'm surprised by, you know, how, how are they not seeing that that group is tight, you know, and that's too many people on the same side. Uh, you know, whereas I don't find like Jeremy and Tyson and uh, some of these other players really aligned with each other. Just like, and I think they're going to pay for it. I think they're going to get pecked, picked off. And I think you're going to see in my, I think a, a final three with Sophie, Ben, um, and like Sarah or like, or Nick or something like that's going to happen. That's what I, or Tony, I see something like that going down. Uh, I see those those players are in the strong position going forward to to me. I think Jeremy's uh, in trouble. Yeah, well, if I would be like looking to get rid of Jeremy if I wasn't with Jeremy uh, for sure. Uh, if I was out there, even if I was, even if I was with Jeremy, I might want to get rid of. Jeremy. He almost won. Well, like I don't think he did too well in the immunity, but you know he's always a strong player. He, you know he can really do um, 
uh, quite a bit. He's a fireman. He's fit. Uh, plus, he's got the sim- you know he's a dad, and I think he'll get a lot of votes if he makes it to the end. I think a lot of people are here going to vote for somebody that um, is more of a family person versus like maybe I, I don't know if Nick and Adam have kids, but I don't think that they would win uh, against anybody who did. That's what well, that's the been ju- the talk. The jury, if you look at the jury, they're all older players that yeah have families that that's what they would um not not necessarily respect but that's maybe what they want to reward and and you can talk about deserve it just who needs it maybe a little bit and what how, how you can maybe help the most people in some ways yeah maybe i don't think any of them need it they're all millionaires i mean mm-hmm. you know multi- all, <laughs> all of yeah them, right? some of them are multi yeah well some of them are multi-millionaires i mean yeah because you got amber and robert definitely multi-millionaires and mm-hmm. um and then I guess you could. I know, is that was anyone rich coming into the game? You know, already before they even won. You know, like I don't oh, know. Very likely, probably. I, I feel like people like Kim Spradlin were, and there were. You know, there's right. people out here that did Sophie's well. like Sophie's a doctor, I think. So she she's obviously you know pretty well off. Um, although she would have had a lot of student loans and all that kind of stuff, but that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Um, is she a doctor? I didn't know that. I think her. so. I think she's a doctor. Yeah. She never okay. talks about it. She never talks about her job uh, on the show. We barely pretty- see her on this show. Like she wasn't in this episode at all. Um, you know, like a lot of this episode focused on Adam, I guess. And we had this edge of extinction scene where they all went on the hunt for yeah. this thing, right? For this, um, true. What was it? Like a safer, unsafe thing? A fifty-fifty immunity idol. Now, yeah, was this something that could be played? after you've been voted out potentially or is it only it's sort of a just a like a like no you have to bring you have to bring it to tribal and then i think you have to play it like at at the same time as an immunity idol and then you have to flip it in front of everybody i think that that was what that was what i gathered from it yeah okay all right so you flip it in front of everybody yeah so i like i get that it has a lot of value it's just like it's another chance for you to survive another vote right it's a 50 50 chance at an idol Right. That's what it is. So they effectively sent the all of the Edge of Extinction people sort of on a Easter egg hunt for this um, for this thing, right? And so there would be like the when the fire tokens come back. What's the idea that Parvati will then buy peanut butter with these fire tokens that she's made for her fellow um, Extinction Island mates, and they'll just that's the, it. yeah. If I was on the Edge of Extinction, I would just kind of do what poverty did and just be like like what, what are we doing here like only one person's going to get to go back in the game you know what's you might get a one fire token advantage but there's going to be lots of chances to do that before they come back into the game to get another token so i'd probably do the same thing i'd probably just be like you know what if i can get as many tokens as i can and then i could buy food and tell everybody and then I, and then if i do go back in the game i know i'll have the jury on my side which is worth more than being shady about it so would you, you know, say you're I, you're in you're in favor of this then, uh, like kind of how they did this because they're basically starving the people on Edge of Extinction so that they will be motivated to sell things they find on the island because to keep them entertained the producers are getting them to like run around the island and look for things and then you're like okay you found that thing congratulations now you can sell this to people who are in the game in order so that we'll give you a bit more food. Yeah. And I think and it, it was. I think Parvati was super smart to do that because Parvati is the type of player that if it's an endurance challenge on the next Edge of Extinction buyback, 
uh, Parvati has a very good chance. I think Parvati, if, if she was still in the game, would have maybe beat Kim in the immunity challenge tonight. Right, uh, and I guess you could say that because all these people that she's giving the peanut butter to are jury members, right? Everybody here is going to get a vote to the final winner. If she does get back in the game, yeah, she's well positioned because she, she, she fed her starving jury members together, right? Like she sacrificed her what she could have kept under her hat, right? Yeah, she could have sold those fire tokens and just pocketed them, and assuming that they could be used down the road maybe for advantages in like the buyback competition. Yes. Um, I just see Parvati as the type of player that if she comes back, could could win. Um, wouldn't surprise me it, it, just based off how good she is in endurance challenges. And that's usually what they kind of do at the end if she does come back in, into the game. And if she could win out like to get to final three, I, I could see something like that occurring. Like, What do you think the chances are the winner of the season is on the edge of extinction either now or was like Tyson? Or is still in the game now? Like, you think it's like a ten percent chance the winner went to edge, and and there's still players that are like Adam just went to edge. There will be other players that are going to go to edge. I think they'll know that, um, like the 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 season that the real the first edge of extinction season. The who won that? Chris um, Underwood, Underwood, right? I think most people kind of like consider that season to be sort of not great because Chris Underwood was sort of voted out really early, lived on the edge of extinction for like the entire season. And then he kind of came back in right at the end, made a huge play, won the jury vote from respect to game, but also for the fact that that this whole format of edge of extinction requires that everybody who gets voted out is now on the jury. Uh, and, right. and everybody, right, but- um, right. But, so, but what Rob says, you know, made a good point about that, that, um, nobody knew who Chris Underwood was. You know, it was a new person season. Whereas the next this season, like if Ethan came back right at the end, I think everybody would be like cheer for Ethan. You know, it, it just because they it, like it, Ethan, he's a swell guy. Yeah, just because it's the personalities. I think you or if like Boston Rob came back, you know, I think people would like the audience would be cheering for that player to come back and win. Whereas Chris Underwood like was barely on the show and won, and it was weird. You know, like. It, it was just kind of a strange season. Everybody was cheering for Rick Devins. Everybody wanted Rick Devins to win that season. And, and all of a sudden, this guy comes in and out of nowhere, beats him in a fire-making challenge, and he deserves to win. I, it was it was not, I don't know, it was just odd. Right. The whole I, don't, I wouldn't mind, same thing. Same thing with Devins and Tyson. They're this first one voted out, goes to edge, comes back. That person, I have no problem with. That Whoever that player is, like I'm fine with you getting voted out for a little bit. Come back in, but you're not out. Like Tyson, at the end of the day, Tyson was out of this game for five days. It wasn't. It was, you know, it's not a huge part. Plus, he um, he basically was impoverished. He was given nothing, and he had to uh, sell his wares for for a little bit of extra peanut butter in order to have some sustenance when he came back to the game and to win that challenge. I think ultimately that was smart play up by him, right? Um, but now this whoever this next player is, whoever the whoever the Chris Underwood version is, especially if that's like Natalie. Like or somebody who was voted out extremely early, like Amber, like is that satisfying? Is that who I want to see win the game? Uh, probably not. That's not the story I want to tell. Like it, like versus like a Denise or somebody like that who's been playing hard this entire time hasn't got it yeah. voted out yet. 
I agree with you. Uh, I I think it all depends on who it is, doesn't it? You know, um, and, and maybe you're right. Maybe this just who got voted at when. Like Atlanta got voted at first, but if Boston Rob had gotten voted at first and came back, there would still be people that would really cheer that, you know, and really you know pull for him to come back and win. I wouldn't be. I think Boston Rob's a dinosaur and hasn't played very well at all this season. No, he's crumpy. If he has, he is. And if he had come back in Tyson's spot, I think he'd already be back on edge. I don't even know why Rob hasn't raised the sale. I don't know what he's waiting for exactly. I guess he just doesn't want to be a quitter. But um... Yeah, yeah, and I think um, Boston Rob and Amber, both of them, like probably said to each other we're going for the full experience here like what you know like we all uh, survivors gave uh survivor gave them a lot in their life um the least they could do is is give them good tv and mm-hmm. and they're, they're doing that every now and then i think boston rob's still good on the show he's great in the jury that tonight was amazing with uh, he's like uh, what do you say something like uh whoever comes back from edge is uh whoever comes to edge is gonna be uh, Need therapy garbage. Need therapy. Yeah, that's what he said. And I think he knew Adam was going home. <laughs> well, I think yeah, he's like, yeah, Adam is going to need therapy. Like, Adam, uh, man, what's it going to be like for him out there? I don't know how he's going to survive on the edge. I guess he's got Rob to keep him sort of sane. I don't think so. I think Rob will torment him. I don't think Rob will want to help him whatsoever. He was uh, <laughs> Adam was the reason Rob went home. True. <laughs> so... Right, and then especially with Adam tonight at Tribal going like, Rob, I was so loyal to Rob. That's why I told yeah. him we were going to vote out his his alliance member. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was amazing. I was That's like, Rob I told me. him so that he would be happy with me later down. Like, and everyone's yes. like, oh, right, I remember that. That was stupid. That's why we should yeah. not keep you around. He has yeah. made more boneheaded decisions this season and has only been kept around because he's such an easy vote. Right. That's the only reason. Uh, well, I think there's something to say about Survivor in general. Like, I don't think Survivor is always just being like the the smartest or the brightest or the per- anything like that. Like, it's um, sometimes it's just like right place, right time. When like you know, t- two countries go to war, you're caught on the co- cro- like all these people are caught in the crossfire, and one happens to survive. They, that's not necessarily an accomplishment. It could just be luck. And I feel like Adam might have won his season partly based on luck and being right time right place i'm starting to respect adam less after this season especially after this episode because i'm like i don't think you're one of the great players ever i don't think you deserve to win get this guy out of here yeah he's not he's not my favorite player i do think he's good tv he he really he really brings good drama um, whereas other players keep their cards way more close to the vest like a denise denise is boring tv yeah, I mean, she really is. Other than that her, tribal play she made, but that was only because Sandra put it right in her lap, and that was right. dumb on Sandra's part. And that that just proved to me that Sandra's not this great mastermind player that everybody makes her out to be. She's good. She was very good at at reading the situation that would be good for her, but she never was an aggressive player that got her way to the top by being aggressive. She was always passive. Um, the last mm-hmm. two play times she played, she tried to be more aggressive. She lost both times. Um, so obviously that didn't work for her, uh, where, and, and again, you're seeing, it doesn't work in this when they're all winners and they're all good. You see Rob play aggressive gets voted out. Even Tyson, he was playing a little aggressive at one point. He got voted out. Now he's come back. He's played more passive. You have to play passive when they're, the players are this good because they're, they're going to look at threats 
And just who's like making little... moves at who? Like who's who's yes. trying to rally the troops? I feel like this this whole like chaos before this tribal council was all about who's trying to rally who, and and that's why we should get him out. Tyson was saying that like yes. who was it? Who did he want to go after? Was it Nick or was it it was somebody? Tyson um, wanted to go after Sophie. And Sophie. then and they asked Adam, and Adam was like, no, I think we should go after Sarah. Dumb move. Adam should have just said, yes, sir, I'll vote Sophie. Thank you very much. Right. And he was he was through to another tribal. <laughs> yeah, that would have been it. That would have been all. But then all he, he had says, to do. You know, he says Sarah, and then Tyson's like, well, if Adam can get everybody against uh, Sarah, then definitely. Or was it Nick who got went against Sarah? That was the confusing part because it felt like it was both Nick and Adam both were doing this at the same time, but not really working together because clearly Adam and Nick have not been working together ever. But for some reason, they sometimes want the same people out. I think both Nick and Adam wanted, for there's some reason they both wanted to keep Sophie in the game. What mm -hmm. that reason is, I'm not exactly sure. Other than, well, Adam was with Sophie with the Ben tribe. Like she was with those guys. Why, but Ben, when Adam was there, he was worried that Sophie and Ben were too close. And, and, and I just don't understand why he felt like he had to break up Sarah and Ben. Just get rid of one of them. Doesn't matter. Like, stop calling the shots at him. Like, what are you doing? Like, you're on the bottom. You're the easy vote. You, you the best thing you can do is hope to get to third place and, and get, you know, like, just get to the final three. That's right. That's the best you could hope. Well, Adam should just, yeah, stay, get out of the way and let these big players take swings at each other, right? But he has to sort of be involved and he sort of has to be the instigator because if he's not, he doesn't know what's going on enough and then he's too nervous. And then he has to create all this drama and everyone's like, they're over it, so get rid of him. Like Tyson said tonight also, and I do think Tyson might might win this season because he's reading the situation very well. He said tonight that... um uh, normally he likes to know what's going on, like where there's no chaos. And then, but this season he's saying that there there's chaos going on, but it's actually kind of benefiting him. Whereas um, before, like normally he likes to, you know, he had it with Monica and Jervis and they were calling the shots all the way through to the end. Boss and Rob likes to play that way. Kim Sprothen likes to play that way. Um, the players that don't like to play that way are like Tony. Tony likes chaos. Mm -hmm. Um, that's how he thrives in chaos. He's still there for a reason. Um, well, he's not doing it much right now. I think he's just going with the flow for the most part. He's, he's, like, he's playing. Play. He is. Yes. He's playing passive, but he, he does well when it's chaotic. And so when chaos inevitably happens, because it, it happened tonight and it's going to continue to happen going forward. I think Tony, I think will also do well going forward. Right. It just depends how much, if he can keep his mouth shut, I think with Tony. Um, yes. What about Sarah? Like I that the like, I get I get very kind of confused with her because I'm like okay like ugh. she has this reputation as sort of being a cutthroat player and yet she seems to be playing a fairly loyal game this time, um, but she played she the to. right she has to I think she knows that you know people are are going to be looking for her to sort of be a backstabber but she she did this move where she gave her reward to Nick tonight for his yes. birthday and then right after you know nick was not very grateful about the chinese food for his birthday because he turned right around and wanted to vote sarah out um considering that to be sort of so, some sort of trojan horse this gift of chinese food is going to turn out to be poison and i'm going to get voted out by sarah this shall, I'll, I'll let my guard down so i it's preemptive strike i have to come for her first um right 
she also pissed off like a Jeremy who Jeremy wanted to talk to Nick because Nick was on the bottom. And I think Jeremy wants to start like a bottom alliance to overtake the Sarah, the Sophie's, the Ben's. Um, but she prevented that by doing that. So in, in, in a way, I think it was a very good move by Sarah as long as she didn't get voted out, which she didn't. So I think everybody will forget about that, you know, for the next go around, even though it's like a week away for us, it's only, you know, a couple of days for them mm -hmm. uh, in the game. But I do think that once they go to another tribal, I don't think Sarah will be targeted because she gave Nick the the you know, the reward. Well, yeah, I think you know? I think. Well, I don't even know how seriously that put her in danger this time. At least a, a little bit. People were throwing her name around quite a bit, and and Tyson's not even really even being talked about. They talk. They mentioned the tribal council as sort of a potential easy boot because I guess he came back, and you know that's sort of the default thing. But really, it seems like as long as he's playing this passive game like what do you want to do i'm hearing it's this do you think what do you think about that that will serve to tyson's advantage tyson is also friends with sarah they showed this that in the pre-merge that sarah and tyson really got along with each other and mm -hmm. whether or not that means they won't vote each other out i don't think you know i don't think that matters but uh i do think that it might keep each other around for a couple of votes when they normally would not have um Right. So I just I, I do think that you some of the better players like I just wonder like when they're going to start targeting players like Denise that are just flying under this radar. And if they don't take these players out, they're just going to walk their way to the final five. Like uh, if you were walking in right now, like into the like you're coming back from Edge of Extinction and you're whoever, let's say you're Boston Rob, for instance, okay. like who do you want out the most? Like who's the biggest threat? Like like personal relationships aside. Even maybe what happened earlier in the game aside, like who's the biggest threat? Like, is it Kim? Is it Denise? Uh, is it a, you know, I, think, I don't think it's a Tony. I, I, think it would be a, I think it would be Sophie. I think a lot of players coming back from Edge would want to get rid of Sophie. I agree. I think that you should definitely get rid of Sophie. She's clearly kind of running things all behind the scenes. She is well poised to be in like the final four, you know, depending on how well her alliance does. So, yeah, get rid of Sophie. Um, and Ben, for that matter, I think that you know Ben has proven himself to be quite a bit of a threat, and I'm not sure if people are going to come for him anytime soon. But Boston Rob, if it was Boston Rob, he would definitely go after Ben. He hates Ben, and a lot of players I don't think like Ben. Like obviously Adam couldn't stand him by by the end here. Like they they just did not like each other. Right. Um, and, and I think there's reasons for that that go beyond the the game. I think personally they didn't like each other. And, mm -hmm. and I think, you know, and which is interesting because Ben seems like a nice guy and so does Adam. Um, but they just seem to get on each other's nerves. And and that's the, you spend that like, what is it? Were they on day 23? You spend 23 straight days with the same person and you can never vote this person out because there's always somebody else. I think that yeah, gets, it gets to you, you know, like, and, you know, eventually right. you have that. Chance and yeah, you know, well, I think uh, what did um, Adam said about. Ben was that Ben plays way more like Boston Rob than Ben would like to admit. Yeah, uh, I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you do see a player like like Adam. Like we haven't really dissected enough of what he did to kind of break down his relationships. Like I do think like he should have he should have bit his tongue quite a bit with Ben and just got along. And, and, and he, he he let his emotions get to him too much in this game. Whereas in Millennials Wishers Gen X, I think he was a lot smarter and a lot like just he, he was just less of a dick. And, and I just think he's been a bit of a dick this season. 
when he didn't need to be. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just don't think he's always that. I don't think he's as nice as maybe we think he is. Right. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I mean, we don't see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and, um, but we do see what he's, how he is in in the confessionals, and you know he's he's he, he's colorful. He's a colorful guy, co- a colorful uh, character for sure. Good TV, like I said, and I'd rather watch Adam than I'd than watch Denise. Um, yeah, on the boring meter, Denise is pretty boring. I think Kim is being pretty boring right now. She's she won immunity oh, yeah. tonight, and there wasn't even much to that. I don't. I think she just did it because she wanted to win immunity tonight. Uh, not that she needed it so much. Um, maybe, you know, they talk about resume building, but I don't think they're going to care about who won immunities when they didn't win, need to win immunity. I think it's going to come down to, you know, if you were on the chopping block and then you saved yourself, that's admirable. But just like I got to the end and guess what? I won five immunity idol, five immunity challenges along the way. So therefore um, I'm best or that's my resume. I don't think that's going to like fly this season. I agree. I think winners are going to respect gameplay, not, not, not overall competition. You know mm-hmm. how they did the challenges. I don't think that'll matter. It'll be all about social, the social play, because it's social hard this season. Mm-hmm. It's hard this season because a lot of the players are are all good at challenges for the most part. Other than Sandra, they're all capable of winning immunity. Um. Where you have uh, it's so like why are they like unless like somebody went on a crazy immunity run like or like did what Ben did and one found all these idols to save themselves when they needed it then yes maybe that person would win but other than, other other than that like who's playing the best social game right now like I, th- I for my for me it's like Sophie is playing the best um. Well, Sophie's clearly playing like maybe the best strategic game, the most under the radar game. It seems like because we didn't see any of her, but we feel her presence a lot. That she's some sort of running things or has a lot of influence. So yeah, I guess you can call that a social game in a sense. But um, in terms of like just who's got the relationships and the connections, I feel like it's like Michelle or mm-hmm. somebody like that who seems like is kind of connected everywhere, even though Jeremy to a certain extent. Um, these people who are just kind of friendly and likable, uh, you know, Tyson has that aspect to him too, uh, who aren't threatening. And, um, and are, you know, we, after this, um, this coming into this episode, uh, Michelle is very upset with, you know, she's left out of the vote to get rid of Wendell. And she's like, I want it. She want, she was deprived of getting to write Wendell's name down. So she kind of felt like she was out of it. I guess they didn't tell her because they used to date, but uh, she didn't, she wasn't consideration tonight. Nobody was talking about, let's get rid of Michelle. Like she was clearly on the other side of that vote now. So she's not really with the, the main pack. Let's get rid of her. That wasn't a consideration. So I think she bounces back very well. And she has a few times in this game uh, come back from sort of being on the outs of what sort of what the majority is doing. But uh, everyone seems to get along with. Yeah, which is uh, a good that that's a way to win, uh, especially in these winners all star seasons. It's the player that, you know, everybody kind of likes and then just kind of like is, you know, they, they kind of forget about. And you you see a player like that get to the end in these All Star seasons, like Amber did when she won, when Sandra did when she won. Um, 
Mm-hmm. You see these players that uh, may not be the best, most savvy strategic player, like a Sophie, but you have a very, like you might be right. Michelle might be the best social player out there. Yeah, I think she's one of the best I've seen in recent memory. She just seems like she's way likable, um, easy to talk to. You feel like you can work with her, trust her. Uh, you know, even in that scene, uh, way back a few episodes, like early on when Rob was still there, and it was right after Adam tells Rob that they're going to vote at Parvati, and uh, you, Rob's going up, and she's like, "Hey, so uh, are we voting out um, whoever it was at that point?" I think you know it was, it was like uh, Natalie or whatever, and she's he's like, "Don't give it to me! Don't tell me that!" Uh, but you believe it. You believe Michelle in that moment. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, Michelle, how's it going? And she's giving she. You feel like she's giving you the like the scoop. Right. And, uh, and, and, and uh, I think that Michelle just has that sort of calming effect in the game. Like she's not even a player like among the winners that I didn't really remember having watched all these past seasons. Like Michelle was one of these ones. I'm like, I don't really remember her. Like, I, I did watch her season, but she's not one of these memorable winners. I kind of had her in the same category as like a Denise, but she's been, I think a little bit more than that. Um, you know, I think she's just a bit more, she's better TV. I think maybe that's the difference. Whereas Denise is, Denise is fun from a, just a pure game standpoint. Cause you can tell that, you know, she's kind of like a Sophie, like this sort of like waiting in the wings, sort of silent deadly killer. That's going to come out at the end and sort of win the whole thing out of nowhere. Yeah. There's a lot of those players still left in the game. Uh, Nick, Nick is a bit like that too. He, he might come out of nowhere and win the game. I, I liked Nick today. T- today was the first night I actually really liked him where he said like, screw it. I'm not going to be this passive player anymore. I'm going to see what's going on. And then, you know, he got nervous when he saw his name come up two or three times or whatever it was. He goes, it's me, you know, cause usually like, uh, you know, those, you know, they're smart. They know like when they show the first few names, like they showed Sarah and Adam's names first, and then they showed Nick. And then usually when they do that, it's actually going to be the third person that gets voted out. Uh, but that didn't what that's not what happened, so that was interesting. Um, you also just mm-hmm. all the players left, like, they're a lot of them are just not the big targets, and they're the good social players. Um, but you also have other players like Ben that I don't feel like is a good social player, but has uh formed a good alliance with the people in control. He's formed an alliance with like the Sophie and Sarah, and they seem to know really what the fuck they're doing. Uh, yeah, but- well, I think Sarah, I think Sarah and Sophie will drop Ben as soon as they can, um, but not till like final five or something like something like that. Because how many do we have right now? We have. Um, I should know this. Uh, one, two, three. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So there's ten people left. Ten people, yeah. So, so half the people, ha- so, we're halfway through because we start off with twenty, right? Twenty winners. So half right, of them are so gone do, now. Do you, I see a, a closer vote next week? I see a more of a six-four or a five-five tie. I don't see a unanimous vote or like we had today. Kind of like we didn't have a unanimous, but it was pretty clear Adam was going home, and everybody kind of made that. Yeah, mistake. there was sort of like the way that the tide was going, but yeah, who is it next time? Who's like? You think it will definitely be a split 5-5, like there will sort of be a power play in this next vote? I think that you could see a 6-4 or a 5-5, or what you might see is if Jeremy finds out his name is on the chopping block, he might use his safety without power and not even go to travel. Oh, he might. Yeah, that's true. So who we got? We got Jeremy. Jeremy's got Nick Tyson. That's three people. 
right? Who else is with Jeremy? Probably uh, Michelle. Yeah, maybe. And then maybe Denise. Right. So there you go. So then they have the, the numbers and they'll get rid of Sarah or Sophie. Well, or Ben. You could see, like, I think the other side is what well, you got yeah, Sarah, Sophie, Tony, and uh, Ben. That's four. I think they're four strong right there. Yeah, and, but I just, I just think that, yeah, I think that that Jeremy, Jeremy's been talking about getting rid of Tony for a little while. Um, I could see him, you know, maybe making a play there. I think that uh, Tony will try to route, or sorry, that Jeremy will try to rally against somebody, against whoever is in that Sophie sort of aligned group. Very soon, next that that will be what he, I think he'll do, and then he might play his power, or if he fails, like he's the target. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and then who has the idols right now? I think Sophie has an idol, and does Sarah have an idol? I think, uh, I think, yes. I think both, yeah, yeah, both those players have idols. So that's the like they're like in such a dominant position as an alliance. Sophie, Sarah, Ben, and, and Kim has so, one too. Oh, that's it. No, it's Sophie and Kim. Those are the, and we don't. That's the one player we don't even talk about on this season is Kim. She's Kim the one in my like, draft. She's my player. She's all I have left. Uh, there's I got nothing three. to talk. There's nothing to talk about with her. Like she, even tonight, she's talking to Denise and are like, "Hey, yeah, we could go this way or we could go that way." They, there's no like they're literally they don't care. There's no clear direction. They don't they don't have a power alliance with anybody. They just seem to be with each other, Denise and and Kim. And, and they don't, you know, they, they're, they're just like, as long as it's not me, they'll just kind of keep picking players off. Right. It was kind of interesting because last week we saw Jeremy and Denise win the individual immunities, right? And they both felt that that put them in a position of power, that that gave them some sort of clout because, hey, you can't vote me out tonight. You know I, ha I will be here for the next three days after tonight, no matter what. So work with me. But Kim didn't use her immunity in that way. Um that's why I thought it was kind of a waste for her to win this when she didn't need it. And then she didn't really use it like as for is any kind of an influence way. They showed us a little bit of that, but really you could tell that Kim was kind of just going with whatever way the, the wind was blowing. Do you think uh, Ben would like, he was the one that was right there with Kim. Do you think he would have used it in a better way? Oh, I think so. I think Ben would have used it to try to push his his agenda. Uh, you know, I think that could have backfired him ultimately. I think you know, like he, he that could have you know annoyed a lot of people moving forward. Uh, so maybe it wouldn't have been good for him if he'd done it. But I think that's. I think he would have used it in a more active way. I think he would yeah. have just tried to make some use of it uh, and show, hey, I won the immunity and I'm the best and I'm Ben and I know how to win immunity better than anybody. Uh, whether I fight it in the jungle or I win it here. Uh, you know, so that's Ben. And he's kind of like that's he's kind of a Boston Rob archetype, really. Like they're more like than they like to admit. Maybe Adam's got a point. I agree. Yeah. Like I think you mo most of the time I think you want to get rid of the player that is the most like you. Uh I, I like that's what we saw kind of with Denise and getting rid of Sandra. We've seen it a, a fair bit. And but uh, uh Rob Sestito made a good point about you know, whoever is Jeremy's friend is the person that has to go home. And that's happened twice this season alone. The, Natalie went home, and then uh, Wendell went home. Both of them were like Jeremy's friend, and ever, no, no, that was not allowed. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be Jeremy's friend if I was playing. <laughs> if no. Jeremy wanted to be in an alliance with me, I would say no, because I'd be like, everyone who, who's ever friends with you um, does not do. Seems to get blindsided <laughs> like right, right at the worst moment, either first boot or like merge boot. Right, so Tyson better be careful because I think he might be uh, be next.
Well, Tyson might be next anyway. So yeah, if I were Tyson, I'd really want to find an idol or flush idols, find out who has idols and put votes on them, stuff like this. Uh, he has to. I'm glad he's playing a little bit more proactive because he's who I have in the draft. Uh, I still do like his chance to win, but he has to be careful. He has to find somebody who's his closest ally. Who? Who's closest ally? Tyson. Um, it seems I don't know if he has one. Um, he seems maybe it, it might be like Nick, who maybe I guess. Uh, I think um, which is you're right. weird. I, I think you're right. I think it's Nick because I do think Nick gave him the scoop tonight that now it was a lie, but it was he was saying to him tonight that oh your name's been been thrown around, and he said normally like Nick said he normally doesn't do that, but he wanted to create chaos. But I still think that. And at the end of the day, Nick and Tyson might end up working together. Well, so and, and Nick voted Tyson out effectively, or Nick was part of that vote of his getting voted out the first time. And Tyson gave him the fire token. So, like, there's this weird mutual admiration between them as well. Right. Yeah. They're competing, but they also respect each other. They're like frenemies. Yes. It's the frenemy alliance. Yeah. Do uh, you want to do a, a draft update for? So, we're in an eight person. Uh, group includes our uh, our significant others and friends and um and, uh, and you know people we've been watching survivor with for a long time so let's uh let's let's bring that in uh share we should uh, actually get some members from our draft uh into our survivor recaps next week see if yeah, any of them want to join us and give their thoughts on the season and uh who they think's doing well and who's not Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, so let's have a look here. All right, so you can see. Okay, so maybe we'll just we'll go to the uh, the, the the overview here by person who had who and who was left. So we'll start with Jane. Jane had Wendell and Ben. Jane was very concerned that Ben was going to uh, get it tonight. She was not happy. Um, I was hoping that it would be Ben. Sorry, Jane. Uh, but she lives to fight another day. Um, and, you know, we'll see with Wendell. He could come back from Mitch. Amanda's looking strong. Jeremy and Sarah. These are players not even aligned with each other, uh, but are both well positioned. Mostly, like, they're, you know, everybody's kind of a target. So I don't know if they're bigger targets than anybody else. Uh, but, you know, Amanda's looking good with her two picks. Uh, they're going to go deep, I think. At least probably one of them. Yeah, one of them will go deeper than the other. One of them probably goes in the next two weeks. <laughs> And one of them uh, probably gets to final three. And yeah. The other probably gets to final three. So we'll see who that is. Uh, Jeff, you were out of this game, but you are back. You are alive with Tyson for the moment. You got Boston Rob on the edge. Uh, this tonight was uh, sadly um, Sayonara for Daryl, at least for now. We'll see, you know, maybe if he can come back, but he lost Adam tonight. And, uh, and Danny is also living on the edge. Uh, I don't think this is going to be the season where daddy comes back. I don't know. <laughs> doesn't seem to be that's the story we're telling but who knows well you know they've fooled us before no the, well, um, you know what? if the last edge of extinction that's exactly who would come back and win that uh, you know imagine danny comes back wins everyone would be like what <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> uh, i was one of the people who got three people because i drafted a little later in that first uh, round so you know i've had uh, amber's been out for feels like a million years now ethan of course but i still have kim she won immunity tonight 
I don't know about Kim. Like, I felt like, oh, she's one of those players who's going to come and win this. She's going to run this thing. You know, I think the fact that she was on the bottom early on and uh, I think has really spooked her. I don't think she knows how to play and, like, she's sort of just kind of holding on for the moment, um, you know, uh, winning immunities where she can and hoping that she's sort of nobody notices her right now because I think she's, she, you know, we haven't seen Kim and Tyson connect at all. Like, they don't seem to be talking. No. So, like, you, they, they were... Maybe they are working together, just kind of more behind the scenes. If they are, they're doing a great job of that. But yeah, right now, Kim is sort of incognito. Um, I don't know if she has any kind of like friendship with Sophie or not. Like, remember, she gave Sophie that half of the immunity earlier on. Sophie was like, Oh, you shouldn't give this to me. I'll vote you out in a heartbeat. But then she it turns out she did give the other half back to Kim after all. And there hasn't really been anybody talk of getting rid of Kim for a while. She's been in this middle-of-the-road floater position. I would like to say, though, that the whole you know idea that Kim is one of the best social players in the history of the game, and she dominated strategically in her season, and she's one of the best ever, I disagree. I, I mean, she's a good player, but to say that she is the mastermind player, it's clear that she is not. Uh, she she barely is able to hold an alliance in this season. She she's never pivots. She just kind of like you said is holding on for dear life and hopes to <laughs> you know get to the next to the next tribal. And yeah. even I guess if you get down to like five or six, you feel like I I could win this as long as I get it down to six. So right, right. now they're at ten. So if I can just make it through the next four votes, the next four votes, uh, you know I mean I, I I got a legitimate shot at winning two million bucks. So whatever. Uh, right. Who cares? You know, I don't need to be good TV right now. That's not what's important. I agree. You know, she wasn't good TV the first time she won, but she, like you said, she was always in control in the first time she won. And that's why everyone gives her all this credit. But she was playing with a like a whole bunch of idiots. I mean, they literally only brought one other player back from that season. It was Colton who freaking quit and was never allowed <laughs> back anyway. So that yeah. season was just a train wreck of a season. And to say she's the best ever is is not accurate to me. Right? She beat the likes of Troyzan and and Tarzan. Whatever in Tarzan, yeah, and all these like nonsense players. But yeah, I agree. Like, so I don't know. I her. We'll see how this these next few episodes play out. But right now, I don't think Kim's looking that strong. Um, Sean, uh, you know, a former coworker, a friend of mine, uh, and and ours. Um, he has had three people as well. Sandra is, you know, we know she's not coming back. She's definitely gone for good. But he has Tony and Denise, and that's uh, those are those are two players that I can, you know I think Denise is sort of like looking like she could be getting that winner edit. Um, I think Denise is a, a strong consideration to win. Tony feels like that's more of an underdog thing. Uh, I think if Tony were to come and win this thing, I think that would be um, that would be a surprise. I don't, but I want to sort of see Tony stay around for as long as possible. I'm surprised Tony is still there. I'm su very surprised that his game has not been blown up he's not blown up himself he's not made him like you know he's barely ever gone and searched for idols yeah. uh you know so it's just strange that he's his paranoia hasn't gotten the best of him he's great tv he's one of my favorite players to watch i love tony he's literally the opposite of these um but that's that, so those are good that's it he picked uh, three pretty good players there sean did yeah, I remember we were ribbing him a little bit during the, the draft, say, because, you know, Sean's more of a big brother person, not much of a survivor person. Uh, and he was just, you know, so he was a little bit like picking wildly. And Sandra was kind of one we kind of took him on and wanted to go saying, well, you know, she, she's a two time winner. I don't see them letting her win again. But, and we thought that Tony was going to be sort of this like early boot because early, that was sort of the feelings coming in. It's like, oh, Tony. 
I was Tony going to survive the first two weeks, but Tony's done well. And I don't even think Tony is the person to get out next unless the only reason they would get Tony out next is because they want to take a number away from sort of the Sophie Sarah side. Not because Tony's a, a disruptive player, not because Tony's chaos um, or any of that. Like, it's just because he's a number for another side. And if anybody comes from, I think it's going to be Jeremy. I agree. I think Tony and Jeremy will go after each other at some point. Yeah. I don't know why you think firefighters and cops would work together, but no. <laughs> they have and a then, mutual respect for each other, but they, they'll cut each other down when uh, <laughs> when they need to. Just looking over at Sean's wife, Jen, um, another friend of ours. Uh, she has only got Michelle left, but um, Michelle, like we said, is maybe playing one of the best social games. And uh, I, I like Michelle's chances of making it through maybe two, three more votes to sort of be uh, in the end game and looking maybe at the finish line. So, um, yeah, and Parvati and Yule, like, I don't know, like, Parvati's play tonight, great. Like, Parvati's technically out of the game, but maybe Parvati had one of the smartest gameplay moments of this episode, um, having, uh, you know, shown that advantage to everybody, traded the food, curried uh, potential jury votes later on if she happens to sort of come back into the game i think it was really smart by parvati and you'll you know i think you'll if he gets back into the game who knows what happens if him if him and sophie can reunite um i think that you could be a really dangerous player yep and then lastly jameel our good our longtime friend uh i think coming up on a decade we've been friends with jameel um and uh, one, one of the the biggest survivor fans i know uh he has two people left so he has natalie what was you know the, the first boot of this game who has you know she's been on the edge for a while it's the edge billionaire but we have she has nick and sophie left uh these were also this was an interesting trio that he picked up um and I think Sophie, like we, we, we've been kind of talking about her. She had maybe the least amount of screen time tonight. We can't stop talking about what Sophie's up to, which is kind of crazy. Sophie's this player that she, uh, she, everyone knows, it seems like, that the type of player that win these all-star seasons are the players like Sophie or like Kim that are in the background most of the season and then they just get to the end and then people just respect them because they didn't they don't have as much blood on their hands. As, as maybe another player does. But I don't know if that's going to matter this season. I think the more blood on your hands, the better if you get to the end. That's what I think. Right. And it's all going to be about what that narrative is at the edge, right? Um, and who's there and who they think is running things based on, you know, Adam got voted out tonight, so he's going to give a whole bunch of information from his perspective, yes. right? And sort of it's this snowball effect every week at the edge, right? right. And you got people like Rob and Amber who've been there forever who won't really um, necessarily know if the information they're getting or the context they're getting is completely like trustworthy. So, you know, by the end, it doesn't, who knows? Okay. Right? Like, here's the feeling I have there's one player that's still in the game that I, I will 100% say has 0% chance to win the game, and that's Ben. I don't think Ben can win at all. I think everybody on the edge hates his guts for the most part. Um, <laughs> and, and I just don't see him winning. Uh, I just think he, he could get to the final three for sure, but he will not win. Did, who's yeah. Ben backstabbed. What, Rob, did, was it Yule yep. was one of his backstabs? Uh, no, no, no. Um, yeah, yeah but like, it. They only voted out, yeah. And then Natalie won't vote for him, probably. Well, maybe you never know. Um, but Wait, like, ben and Natalie still, don't like each other. 
I don't think I think Ben voted her out. Uh, I could be wrong though about that. I'm not sure. They don't oh, show yeah, yeah. He, he well, yeah, and so did the whole Sally tribe. Right. Like she was back when there was like a 10 person tribe. Yeah. She, he did vote against her for sure. And I, he was part of that, as I recall. Like he's sort of been like this, like he's always like this second in command, Ben, of every like sort of pseudo alliance he's in. And he's always like never really running things. He's just sort of like this conciliary type that uh, he's like the Joe Biden. No, he's the Dick Cheney. You know, you know who he's playing a lot like? He's playing a lot like Jervis in the season Tyson won. That's who he's yeah. playing a lot like, right? And it's a second place game. It's wait, who's wait, go who's got Ben? Oh yeah, Jane. Jane's got Ben. Well, you heard it here, Jane. Jeff says that Ben can't win. It's, you know, you say we may. We, you better hope their, your Wendell comes back. Better be ready. You better be ready. By the way, we're gonna talk about that song. Um, and then because uh, they played it during the challenge tonight, and it was it was not great. Uh, and next, the other one we I guess we haven't talked about uh, last. He's the last one we need to touch on. Before. So here I'm going to take this off so we can see everybody again. Um, Nick, the hyena, maybe the king of the hyenas. He looks the most like a hyena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. He's the one I don't want to win. But he's, but I think that he, as long as he doesn't win, I will be very happy with Nick because he is the hyena. I don't want to see the hyena win. I want to see the lion win. I want to see the lion king. This is the king of all winners. If, if, uh, or queen, or queen, king or queen, the, the ruler of all winners. To keep it back to Lion King, I, I think if, like, let's say Nick is more like Simba, he's like that little, little lion king and he's if he grows into a lion and grows into a big target and makes a lot of big moves out in the open not in behind the scenes i think people will start to like nick more that's what people want to see that's what people cheer for um people don't like the smarmy backstabbing players unless it's done really really well um which is almost impossible in a season like this that's right. So it's, but tonight he he at least took one step forward where he was like, "Screw it, I'm 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 going to cause chaos." That now that was part of why Russell Hans was such a, a popular character was because it, that's that was his strategy was to cause chaos and then take advantage of that chaos. Right, and similar, and, even similar to to a Tony. Yes, but. I don't think you can. I think Tony's smart enough to realize you can't play like that. Like you can when you sort of have this new crop of players and they're just sort of like so mesmerized to be in like on a TV show, be part of this process. But all these people, like a lot of them are playing only for the second time. At least they're playing for the second time. A lot of them have played like four times or five times, and uh, and and sort of this is old hat. They're not they're not mesmerized by being on TV or by being on an island at all. Um, and so when you got Russell hiding the machete or something like that, I think that that has just way more effect because they're, they're battling like the starvation. I think after you have that survivor experience, I think to a certain extent, you at least know what you're in for and maybe that helps keep your mind clear. I mean, um, people say that Russell Hans played the same game in heroes versus villains, but he actually did not. He, he did not. A cause as much chaos as he did in the first time around what he did he played a little bit he, he he backstabbed for sure but he did it a little bit more under the radar uh like he did when he took out tyson you know he basically threw threw a, a hail mary in the air and hoped it worked and it did whereas um w- w- he was way more in control of the chaos in his first season because you said like you said uh, rookie players make rookie mistakes 
and and what you have these all-stars most of them aren't going to make rookie mistakes we saw one tonight though adam made a rookie mistake tonight if someone tells you we're going to vote this person out not you you vote that person out you don't and just start go and pray it's not you that's, that's what you guys yes, do. you don't start dictating you have to read the situation are these people telling me the truth once he figured out they were telling him the truth all he had to do was yep yes sir i'll vote sophie you know he, like even if even like even if his bonehead move to like rip that thing off of the podium had worked, if somehow that had worked, like he still gets voted out. I think next tribal because like they're like this guy is just too much. Who who needs this guy? Unless there's like some other fight or some other development. Maybe Adam lives to fight another day. But like I wouldn't want this guy around. So especially after this, they got rid of Adam because. They were tired of him doing what he did tonight, which was try to dictate votes he had no right dictating. Mm -hmm. He was becoming the Boston Rob. He was becoming the person he most hated. Him. That's right. That's right. And Boston Rob. He was becoming that archetype. Yeah, exactly. And he was doing it because he couldn't accept the fact that those guys were more in control than he was. Maybe Adam's like the chameleon of Survivor, right? He just has all this knowledge of every player type. And he and in his desperation, he's like, I'll, I'll become the Ben type. I'll become the Boston Rob type. Uh, I remember when Boston Rob get us to all like empty our bags at Tribal. I'll like start pushing people around and just um, make Tribal so yeah. like, like uncomfortable that I will start to get what I want. That's exactly what he did. He, he made it uncomfortable. And yeah, I think you're right. I think there's some truth in what you said that he 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 looks at um he tries to play, you know, you do this to me, I'm going to do that to you. But he overdoes it when he doesn't need to at the same time. You well, know, he had no he, idea. He had no idea if he was capable of doing that. Like he had never tried to do that before. It, like yeah. that wasn't. That's not how Adam plays. Not quite like that. Not that. Not like that in your face. Um, oh. a tribal like that. So so yeah, I think he's just kind of. Was it was hail mary? I'm desperate. I I'm I'm almost certain it's me. Um, maybe like to, to go up there and rip a piece off of the production design. <laughs> hey, I think like, he knew he was going home. Uh, that was that was definitely worth a shot. I agree with him. It was worth a shot. I would have thought to say I I would have regretted it had he not done that and got him voted out and it happened to be an idol. Could yeah, you imagine? Like, like I, I get you could make an argument that it makes he just looks stupid, but I think whatever. Like who cares? At least he'll be remembered for trying something. Like he, he went, he, yeah, he knew he was going home. I think like like kicking and screaming, like his fingernails, like holding on to the floor as he's dragged away. He's you know uh, he loves Survivor so much. You got to admire that part at least. That Adam is just one of these guys who just loves the game so much and will do almost anything to stay in it for as long as he can, especially in a season like this. And especially knowing now that with this whole COVID-19 um, pandemic, like the, the next seasons of Survivor have been delayed. They, they were supposed to go into production in March and they were canceled. So this is going to be I do think that they were shooting the next season. They were uh, starting to, but they, they canceled all of it. They've but were they up. had they already played like had they already been on like day four or day five or like mm, maybe like i think it, the, my understanding was they had just like maybe got in there production had just begun and they pulled the whole plug so this was probably the only season we're getting in calendar 2020 i would yeah we might not get our next season until february like a year from now if we're lucky yeah and that's yeah. only if airlines and everything uh goes but yeah they like normally they were doing the casting in like january february they were getting all that sorted out they were doing their location like really now they 
they just had their whole setup in the Philippines. Like they just played the same seasons at the same beaches. They have their islands. They had they're, they're not in the they're not in the Philippines. They're in the oh, Fiji. Fiji. They're Fiji. Sorry, they're Fiji. Sorry, but they but like um like I think they've just bought or they've they've made some kind of deal to use all of those islands on an ongoing basis instead of like going to a new location every year like they did in the early days. Like people just want to see people play the game. People don't necessarily need to see people starve on the Sahara. The Sahara. Okay, so do you know what the uh, how many cases of COVID nineteen are in Fiji? I would imagine not many. Um, Fifteen. Yeah, it's pretty low. <laughs> right, it's, it's not a big country. Dumb. How many people live in Fiji though? It's like not. Uh, it's probably a few mil. Like I don't know what it is, but let's see. Fiji's only not even a million people. Not even a mil. Yeah. So. Yeah. So okay, fifteen people out of a mil. Um, you know, that's kind of standard, isn't it? It's kind of I mean, that's pretty containable, wouldn't you say? I would hope it is anyway. Yeah, but like, I just think people would be like, no, I need to go home to my families. I just don't think that they would continue production. Like Big Brother got canned. Uh, and that's that's already people in a quarantine. No, I agree. Uh, I, I see what, like, you, that's the angle that you're probably right, that uh, it would have been production's family back home that they would have been wanted to go back and right not to mention yeah like people are just you're in big groups there's like thousands of people who work on survivor behind the scenes um right there's just there's no way you can pull this off right now uh not, especially with all the air travel being restricted all these people being called back to their home countries um no way yeah so so this hey we gotta we gotta soak it in with survivor winners at war for everything we got because we only get you know probably a few more weeks of survivor this you know and then we're going to be out of it for a while that's what right. Are the, what are the survivor podcasters going to do? What are the what are the sister Ninos of the world going to do? Uh, well, they, you know what? Uh, that guy's pretty resourceful. I think he'll go back and watch old shows, or <laughs> watch, you know, he'll figure something out. He knows he's really good at that. Yeah. Um, Big Brother. I don't even know if we're going to get a Big Brother season this year. Uh, U.S. Big Brother. U.S. Because Big Brother Canada got was already a couple weeks in, and they pulled the plug on that. When and, does Big Brother uh, usually start? It's June, right? June, like later in June, sort of last week of June is sort of when they go in. I would hope they... that the the curve is going down by then, but you know who knows? The states is in such a bad bad shape right now that compared yeah. to Canada, I think they say Canada right now it, it's starting to plank the curve, so it's hopefully going to start going down in the next two weeks. And if that right. happens, then you'll see you'll see a lot of positivity on it. You know, they haven't officially canceled it yet. Among among other things, there's a number like uh, they haven't canceled our ball hockey league, even though uh, city facilities are are closed until the end of June. Did you see that? Is so, that right? They're closed to the end of June. Wow. Yeah. So no, no, no. I can't. And not my softball league too. Like we can't have any softball um, because the all the facilities are not usable until the, at least the end of June. That's what they've announced so far. So my softball league and my hockey league, um, and what we were originally talking about, oh yeah, Big Brother. They're probably all holding on. Oh, we maybe we can start like sort of July, right, and we'll have a condensed season. Mm -hmm. Same same idea. Um, so yeah, but and who knows? Like like right tonight was supposed to be the start of the NHL playoffs, and. and who knows? I don't think we're getting a Stanley Cup this year. I don't know if we're going to get an NBA championship this year. The, the MLB starts uh, talking about starting in, in Phoenix. I know this is all sports talk. It's not related to the Survivor. But it just goes to show the context of how much the world is shut down right now. Well, and eventually, we're going to get to what would, would have been the reunion show for this season of Survivor. I can't, like, right, that can't be happening, right? They might do a virtual one. I wouldn't be surprised if they did something like that. 
it's got to be like so yeah. is that better it might be because that if they can do it right i think if they plan it out well uh with sort of like a big virtual chat uh with everybody yeah you know they can probably do that. Why not? It's just a ending. twenty person Zoom. I mean that's doable. It's not. They have a lot of time to plan for it. <laughs> they have a few weeks to plan it out and, and get yeah. it right. They got. They could take their time with it and make it perfect and edit it into something really nice. Yeah. But well, you know what's crazy is WrestleMania went forward. Like yeah, was that why? smart? No. Uh, not smart. <laughs> Opposite of smart. Dumb. Yeah, because they filmed. I think because they just wanted to sell it as a pay per view, right? So they found a way to just to do these matches. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean UFC also is doing their. I think their next events going forward too. So like I don't know. It just seems stupid. So there was a thinking if it's only two guys fighting in a ring or you know sweaty guys in a ring that they're not going to transmit the disease to each other. Like that, oh, definitely transmit the disease to each other. Hundred percent. It's a crowd of less than five, so th therefore it's okay. It's it's they don't make their money from the from the well they do make money from the gate, but they make most of their money from the pay per view. So if they can still provide the event, they know everybody's going to watch it. Everyone's at home and is clamoring for a sport to watch. So I, I understand the marketing part of it, uh, but at the same time, that's why I wonder what Survivor's ratings have been this season ever since this the COVID thing started. Uh, I I would imagine they're up by a lot. Yeah, it's one of the only new things that is coming out every week right now. Um, it's outside. It's got people doing stuff, socializing with each other. Um, yeah, and it's maybe one of the only like titles that will actually be won this year. No, like almost no sports league or major uh, event uh, or entertainment event has been awarded. Like out of sight of a couple of things, we had the Oscars and we had. Um, we had the Briar and the Scotties that got awarded. We had the Briar, the Scotties, and now this and Survivor. So it's a it's a short list. Yeah. Oh, and we had the Mainway tournament because that happened right before right. Uh, the prestigious right, Mainway the prestigious Mainway tournament right before. And the Battle of the Sexes. And the Battle of the Sexes curly event. So, so we had three months of activities, and then the whole thing got shut down. So, but TV wise, yeah, we're not getting any Survivor again this year. After no. this. Speaking of Survivor, did you know that there was a Survivor video game made for the Wii? Um, yeah, I think I did. Yeah, I, I think I might have played it. I'm still waiting for my sensor. To, I have my sensor, but I'm waiting. I need a Bluetooth uh, um, transmitter. And I'm waiting for that to come. Once that comes, I'm going to play my Survivor game, and uh, I want to see what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I can't be very good. I don't think you you can simulate something like Survivor. No, I own a video game. <laughs> no, no, it's very that's very hard to do. I think that Big Brother these these things exist on TV because they're just they can only exist on TV. Like they just don't exist in real life. These kinds of these kinds of games and scenarios and over a course of weeks and months, unless you have I guess oodles of money to do it with other people who would want to do it with you, and then it's not even that fun because you don't all know each other and. This whole experiment is its own thing. All right, I think we're uh, winding down. Yeah, so. I think we're ready to wrap it up. Uh, I think. Did you look at the preview for next week? Yeah, it was basically Jeremy and Tony going after each other. So, well, that'll be exciting. We'll see what happens there. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think that's actually what's going to happen, though. I don't think either of those guys will go home. I hope not. I want them both to stay around. Because I see if Jeremy knows they're coming for him, he'll play his power. 
And then Tony, I don't think we'll go home. I want so, it to be Ben. Get rid of Ben. I could see it being like uh, it was. I could see it being like Denise or something like that. Like somebody that's under the radar that isn't in the Sophie group that is a uh, a dangerous player. Sophie's eventually going to want to get rid of Kim or Denise. Hmm. Yeah. Well, like they're all dangerous. That's why it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, right? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. even the under the radar players, if you will, no one's really under the radar. Everybody could win. So yep, that's going to be fun to see. Except Ben. Ben can't win. But anyway, <laughs> never Ben. Except for Ben. Only, yeah, we keep forgetting. Uh, I have to make sure okay. I let Jane know when we get out. Oh, you will. Uh, so uh, that's been uh, episode nine. War is not pretty. Uh, season 40. Winners at war. We'll see you next week. Uh, and uh, see you then. Bye. All right. See ya. Have a good night.